Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. I, I remember being in Canada several years ago. I'd been away from home uh, about six, seven, eight days, and there were two or more to go. In fact, a whole weekend. I was lonely. I was holding a pity party for myself at supper, all alone. En route to the elevator, I heard a couple of young women talking and laughing as they used the hotel phone in the lobby. I smiled as I passed by, and a few steps later, I punched the up button on the elevator and got on. Interestingly, so did those two ladies. I punched six, and they didn't reach over for the row of buttons, and so I asked, uh, what, what floor would you like? And one looked at me with a sensual eye and said, how about six? you have any plans? Frankly, I was flattered, um, since most folks don't usually mistake me for Robert Redford. On that trip from the lobby to the sixth floor, I had an extremely significant decision I needed to make, because the bait had been dropped. Now, do you know what immediately flashed into my mind? Was it a mental picture of my wife and our four children? No, not at first. Was it my position and reputation as a minister of the gospel? Nope, not, not then, not at that moment. Was it the possibility of being seen or being set up? No, I confess it wasn't. God gave me, however, an instant visual replay of Galatians 6, 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this will he also reap. I remember also like a, like a, a shade being drawn in front of a window, reading in my mind Ephesians six eleven. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. <laughs> During that elevator lift, the memorized word flew to my rescue right on time. Uh, I remember blinking and looking back at these two women, and, and I replied uh, something like, uh, listen, I've got a full evening planned already. I'm not at all interested in you two ladies. They, they looked at me like I was a mork from Ork as I stepped off the elevator and as they stayed on. Let me make that very clear. I walked back to my room alone, suddenly grateful for the overcoming power of God's holy word. And as I share these words with you, I'm filled with renewed strength because his book has kept me faithful again and again for now 34 years of marriage. Yes, the memorized word works. Now let me give you one more must in this battle against temptation. I must do battle on a daily basis. This principle is really one of consistency. Temptation comes in a quiet and subtle manner, often like erosion, but it's effective. So I must do battle with it on a daily basis. And listen, it can be done. Look, uh, we, we've made resisting temptation something mystical and, and unreachable and unattainable, some kind of talent that's reserved either for the very old or for the very holy and pious. Baloney! Saying no is something all of us who belong to Christ can do. 
There's nothing magical about it. You simply put Jesus Christ at the helm of your life, and you say the simplest word in the English language, no. Like erosion, temptation is quiet and subtle, and that's why we need to always be on our guard. If we don't fight it daily, we'll compromise. Saying no is possible for all of us who belong to Christ. There's nothing magical about resisting temptation. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.